the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Welcome to hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show on this Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Mm-hmm-hmm. Continuing to roll along with me as we're rolling into Friday tomorrow is my buddy, DJ Potato Skins. I am here and wish you weren't in the studio. You took a short little break there, and I was hoping I was going to be able to take a couple of minutes and talk about Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> but the show must go on. Um, shall we talk about... Uh, the left's favorite Top Gun and the science community now. Is that what we should talk about? Oh, sure. Yeah. What would Fauci's call sign be? Dr. Death. Liar, liar. Yeah. I say I say we give him Dr. Death. I'm skull and, one. Yeah, it'd be, it would have the skull and cro- crossbones on the side, <laughs> right? Um, so, um, hmm. I don't want to... Uh, um, how do I say this? We can't know why. I mean, am I the only one that's noticing all of a sudden that we've got all these people dying suspiciously? I mean, I can't connect dots that aren't there. I'm and not- I'm noticing people in sports, Andrea, that are getting a lot more injured, and I'm talking exponentially, than they normally would. Right. I mean, I'm seeing this 55-year-old guy uh, from uh, from the NFL dies in his sleep. With this, some other 26-year-old NFL player dies suddenly. We don't have a cause of death. I'm looking at this Hollywood couple who, um, they're not dead, um, but they are young. Justin Bieber and Hallie or Haley Bieber. Um, she has a stroke not long after getting a, a shot. And, uh, I mean, a stroke. She's like 20-something years old. Far too young. Far too young. And now he's paralyzed. Half of his face is paralyzed. From some supposed virus. Wow. Two twenty somethings and both of them have this kind this that's pretty extraordinary to me. Um we're not supposed to be asking when we hear these stories. Like you know, now we've all of a sudden got a syndrome we've never had before. Sudden adult death syndrome, right? Um is it is it really sudden? Is it or did somebody not predict a couple of years ago that we're going to suddenly, when these shots started getting pushed out on people, that we were going to probably start to see people drop dead? You and I both talked to numerous doctors that said this. Yeah. Um, and of course, it's unseemly to ask if somebody's passed away suddenly like this, like in their sleep or whatever, whether or not. Like we had a local guy here. Rusty, na- rusty nails in in his mid 50s in the studio one day just falls drops dead you're not supposed to ask right they tell us we're not supposed to ask whether or not somebody's gotten the shot well you know um but they didn't feel like it was it wrong to ask 
Um, you you were supposed to answer whether or not you've gotten the shot before you went in to a restaurant or before you went into a venue and have to have this place. I, I I went down to visit in in Louisiana and I in Orleans Parish, which for y'all who don't know, that would be like the French Quarter. I couldn't even go. I could not even go in to use the restroom without answering the question whether or not I've gotten the shot and proving that I did. So I didn't go into Orleans Parish, right? I don't know where they're at now with this proof. So that's okay. It was okay for people to ask you whether or not you've gotten the shot. It was okay for people to demand, businesses to demand that you get the shot, whether or not you're going to go to work. But we're not supposed to ask if somebody got the shot if they die suddenly. Because they know the answer, right? So speaking of the shots, uh, and, and, and they've also been very clever to change the definition of what a vaccine is supposed to be. These shots, we were told, you got to sit inside your home. You're not going to get to take ivermectin or, uh, you know, uh, any of the other uh, medications because you we in order to stop this, to stop the spread, you got to sit at home and then these shots are going to come out. We'll get back to normal when the shots come out. They will stop you from getting it and stop you from giving it. Then they had to shift it. And they had to then it had to be, well, you got to get a second shot. You got to get then you got to get a, a second booster. And basically, they completely changed the definition of a vaccine to basically being a therapeutic. These are not vaccines. And Pfizer came out yesterday. We had a clip that we didn't get to. We didn't play. And they said it will be a yearly shot. Yeah, it'll be a year. So that's not a vaccine. Flu shots are not vaccines or you wouldn't have to get them every year. A vaccine stops you from getting it and stops you from giving it. And that's not what these are. These are therapeutics. And by the way, there are therapeutics, speaking of Pfizer, there are therapeutics that are killing people. Therapeutics that are killing people um, either initially, therapeutics that are killing people over time, therapeutics that are killing people suddenly. And if you can connect the dots and say that somebody who fell off of a ladder who then tested positive for COVID, died from COVID when they didn't even have any symptoms, then we have the right that when somebody gets a shot, an otherwise healthy person, and then has a stroke soon after, that we get to connect the dots with the shots. So Fauci, like so many government officials who've gotten shot after shot after shot, still got COVID. Here's his explanation for... um, the effectiveness of the shots and him getting COVID. Skins, please play clip clip three. I had one day of symptomatology. I started on Wednesday on Paxlovid and I was on Paxlovid for five days and I have now finished Paxlovid and I'm still feeling really quite fine. I, I think I'm an example, given my age, of what we're all talking about today. I'm vaccinated, I'm doubly boosted, and I believe if that were not the case I very likely would not be talking to you looking as well as I look, I think, right now. So all is well with Fauci, and thank you for asking. Is, not, is that not just the, the dumbest thing you've ever heard in and your I life? I didn't ask. Yeah, by the way, we didn't ask. And by the way, you don't look good, and you've never looked good. <laughs> okay. I mean, how do you look in the face of the American people and say that kind of nonsense and that kind of gaslighting? How do you do that? Doesn't he make it... I mean, I know that's kind of what they're changing the definition of everything. So you're double vaccinated, you're double boosted, you still got the virus, something's not working. 
Well, they're trying to say, oh, it, it, basically he's trying to push out this um, the stupidity of um, that. Well, part of the lie that they put out before the summer was um, no, they okay, so they don't stop you from getting and giving it, but they stop you from from having to go into the hospital. And then when it was proven that the majority of the cases in the hospital where people got in the shots, then it was well, they might have had to go to the hospital, but they didn't die. So, and there's no way to to um, to qualify that. There's no way to measure that. They're using un- there's it is absolutely. If you believe that these shots worked in some way and but for these shots, he would be in a worse situation, you're you're too stupid to vote. You're too much of an idiot for me and my taste. There I said it. And if you're also going to believe now that they're pushing these shots on kids, that this is safe for kids and that kids are somehow immune to all the myocarditis and all the other side effects and the blood clots and everything else that we've been hearing coming out of these shots. Um if you're going to believe that there, you know, if you'll believe Fauci at this point, you'll you'll believe anything. You'll believe anything. And shame on the parents that are actually I- injecting oh, their kids. Oh, that makes me so angry. It makes me really angry. Here's what he had to say uh, about children in these shots. Uh, clip four. What about the safety of the Mordana? When you do vaccines, one of the things you address is what's called reactogenicity. Namely, what's the immediate local or systemic effect? In summary, and very briefly, the reactogenicity of this vaccine was essentially the same, no better or worse than what we've seen with any of a number of childhood vaccines that we regularly administer to our children. There was no incidence of myocarditis or multi-system inflammatory syndrome of children. Andrea, I'm no scientist, but what you just said about comparing that to other vaccines is a flat-out lie. It's an all a lie. All a lie. And he's only specific, and, and by but by the way, he's only specifically talking about Moderna. We just heard the FB, FDA on a video talking about a 17-month-old that immediately went into seizures when getting the shot. 17 months old had 104 fever, which is life-threatening, and the parents kept the child in the trial. These parents are child abusers. Children do not give it, and they don't get it, and they don't give it. What was the rate I heard the other night on uh, the children? The, the, the chance they have, Andrea, is 0.0025%, almost nothing. Almost nothing. And yet, you're, and yet we've got parents all across this country allowing their kids to be treated like guinea pigs. Rats. Thank God for Naomi Wolf. We need to bring her back and have her give us an update. She's got a team of 3,000 people that have been pouring through the 55,000 documents that Pfizer put out. And we know from, from those documents alone that these are not safe for children. They're not safe for anybody, really. It's almost Russian roulette if you get these shots. We also know that there was a, a report that was put out. I talked about it here on the show and I posted it on Facebook of all these that um, some embalmers were concerned over over these, quote, blood clots that they were seeing from people that were dying suddenly as part of this sudden adult uh, death syndrome. And what they said was these were not actually blood clots because when they did did their study of them what they found is that a, a blood clot is just what the word implies it implies that you've got and they're t- typically gelatinous because yeah, thickening of the blood it's thickening of the blood and they're gelatinous like right like like a piece of fat off the side of a steak 
And what they found was, is these have these had hard, almost like wires inside. They, they were growing inside of the blood vessels. They were these were hard, almost circuitry like strips of hard plastic that were growing inside of the blood vessels. And let me tell you, what do we what do we know about heart disease? What uh, uh, hardening of the arteries? It stops the blood flow. So that's what's killing people. Hello. You don't have to be you don't have to be a comma MD to know that this is happening. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Um so Biden We've been talking lately about how the, the the left is starting to come for him for his age. Is that why some notes that he was holding today revealed some instructions he was given before he came and spoke to the to the press? I'm not even sure if you heard about this skin. Somebody just sent this to me. We're going to talk about it when we come back. And also, have you guys heard about the puppy pinching story going on? The crime wave that involves stealing puppies, even at gunpoint? What breed is going on here? We're going to tell you because we know y'all are dog lovers as much as we are. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Look, nobody can accuse me of being, you know, ageist, right? You know, I love me some Ronald Reagan. And there were people that thought that he was too old to run for president back in the day, right? Um, but it's actually getting really scary with Joe Biden. It's getting really frightening. We can laugh all day about the the symbolism of the crash, the bike crash, and how uh, America is crashing under the Biden economy, under the weight of this administration. Um, but how bad is it with him and his cognitive abilities? Well, it was revealed today. And I actually have to wonder with the, with the left now coming for him, it's, did they do this to him on purpose or do they know that he is so cognitively off that they have to give him step by step instructions that when, for what he has to do when he goes into a speech? And I don't just mean like, okay, um, uh, like, I mean, you would expect, right, that if a president's going to go and give an address to the nation and it might be like, well, we've got these, here's the people that we've got here, especially if they've got another foreign leader that's with them, right, and they're going to do a joint press conference. You would imagine there'd be instructions, Mr. President, you're going to come out with, you know, the prime minister of wherever and, you know, you're going to speak first and he's going to speak first. But I mean, we're talking about Joe, Joe Biden coming out to give some remarks and the notes he's given are you – in all caps, you <laughs> you enter the Roosevelt Room and say hello to participants, and you, all caps, Y-O-U, take your Y-O-U-R seat. You got to tell a president to take his seat. What was he going to take somebody else's? Because we know that they have the seats are marked. Like even if you've seen the Academy Awards, they'll have like somebody's name indicating who's supposed to be sitting in the seat. So that other people that are participating and that are there don't sit in the president's seat. They got to tell him to take his seat. It goes on from there. There was a uh, uh, after a bullet point that said press enters. The next one said you all caps again. Give brief comments with a parenthetical statement reading two minutes. And then once when it says uh, the press departs, Biden was then told you ask Liz Shuler, president AFL-CIO, a question. And the final, <laughs> the final bullet point reads, you thank participants, you depart. 
This guy's having to be led around by the nose. You know where he could have used notes? Where? As to find us and all of us an embodiment of so many of you here today. Leaders in civil rights like Karen Nagasaki <laughs> and, uh, and Karen uh, Fumatsu. Where- <laughs> he, but the thing is, he was actually given her name. He just mispronounced it. It was in the prompter. <laughs> Nagasaki. Go back to your notes, Joe. <laughs> Why even have him come out there? It's it's humiliating. It just shows the world how weak we are. Uh, you know, ever and there's nobody and how who believes this guy. I know we've said it so many times, Andrea. How this guy got more votes than President Obama? Yeah, he didn't. That nobody's happened. believing it. Nobody's believing it. And 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 that's why nobody's watching this dopey January sixth committee crap. This nonsense, right? Uh, you know, they're, and now they're going to push it out. I guess they've got some new documentary to, to go along with it. I mean, they're really trying to do everything they can to compete with Top Gun. They thought this was going to be their Top Gun Maverick. But this isn't even on the level of Lightyear, which which crashed and burned at the box office. Um, after the election, over 70% of Republicans believe the election was stolen. And over 60% of Democrats said at the time, according to polling, that they believed that there was fraud in the election. Not even Democrats believed that Joe Biden, who didn't campaign, who's a major jack wagon jerk that nobody can stand, who's insufferable. Nobody could stand this guy except Meghan McCain, who is the only other person who's as insufferable as he is, as, as Joe Biden is who supported him, that there's not even Democrats believe that he got 80 million votes, that he got more votes than Barack Obama. Come on. That's just insane. Nobody's believing that. Um, All right. I got to shift gears uh, here and talk a little bit about we had enough uh, enough fun at his expense. You could put a cocker spaniel up there and he would do a better job at these press briefings. Speaking of puppies and dogs, though. Uh, we got a crime wave across this country. And when I first heard this story, I was like, oh, y'all know how much I love dogs, right? I'm a major dog lover. I'm not anti-cat, but I just don't, I don't have the same, I, I can't get, I can't get worked up over a cat. Sorry. I, but I love my dogs. I just don't feel like we deserve dogs. The unconditional love they bring, your ability to communicate with them is just off the charts. And there's just, and especially at a time in which, you know, um, during COVID or when we've got all these economic troubles right now and, you know, the, the joy that a dog can bring to your life is just can't be measured. There's just nothing like it. Well, now we've got, you know, um, we've got a crime wave across the, um, California in particular, uh, the U.S. in general. Um, but Miami from Miami, New York, Chicago, Houston, and cities in California, according to the New York Times, we got a crime wave of armed robbers, armed robbers. Now here we opened the show last hour. Everybody's talking today about how we might have the ability to restore to us guaranteed by the second amendment. There's nowhere in the constitution. You can show me where it says you've got a right to kill your unborn child, but it specifically talks about in, in the U S constitution, your right to bear arms, right? Well, it's the right now. It's just the bad guys running around with guns. And what they're doing is they're using them to steal people's dogs, to steal people's puppies. And what breed are they stealing by and large? French Bulldogs. I see a wrinkle on your face there. He's like, you know, they're not my breed. No, I, I'm just curious on why it's one particular dog. Are, are they, were, I, I, maybe I don't know. Are they worth a lot of money? 
They are. This is the uh, the French Bulldog is the second most popular breed in the U.S. behind oh, Labrador Retrievers. They typically cost anywhere from four to six thousand um, dollars. I've got family members of mine that have Frenchies puppies right now. I have two family members of mine that just got puppies about uh, Frenchie puppies actually from the same litter about six months ago. Um, so they are super super popular, um, and there's. Some of these stories in this, this is from the Daily Caller. Warda's dog, Desi, was allegedly taken when an, here's what happened with her. An SUV pulled up, and, and I'm curious, anybody out there listening, if you've got a Frenchie and whether or not you, you're you worried about somebody trying to steal yours. Um, by the way, it was French French Bulldogs. Remember when Lady Gaga's dog walker, uh, dog, you know, uh, walker, I guess, I don't know what else, a personal assistant, was shot. And her Frenchies were stolen, right? Um, so Warda's dog, Desi, was allegedly taken when an SUV pulled up not far from her Oakland residence, and the passengers demanded she hand over the dog after lunging at her. They also had a gun visible, she said. Um, she ended up being reunited with her dog three, three days later after receiving a call that the animal had been found wandering around a local high school. Um, she believes that the dog was um, let go because of the age of the dog. So we had another story of somebody named Rodriguez, whose French bulldog Mulan was stolen after the thieves followed her home from her job and put a gun to her head and stole her dog. Surveillance camera footage from Rodriguez's neighborhood and near her workplace caught the thieves following her, according to the outlet. Uh, juvenile French bulldogs are typically sold for four to six thousand dollars, and if they're the long-haired ones, they're even more expensive than that. Um, yeah, here's the Lady Gaga's two French bulldogs were stolen back in 2021 after a dog walker was shot. Um, so, just wanted to give you guys a heads up. It's just you know, um, and and why are they doing this? Why are they getting getting away with this? Because they know bad guys have guns, and the good people don't have the guns to protect themselves. And what we, and what we've got going on here is these use of these weapons have everything to do with the, the issue being a cultural problem in this country. It's not about the weapon. But there's the New York Times today did an essay piece in which they're actually blaming God for the gun violence, blaming God for the gun violence. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. We come back. We're gonna share this story with you guys. How could gun? How how is God the cause of the gun violence? going on in America. We're going to share with you that crazy, that crazy false narrative when we come back. Stay tuned. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Who's ready for a little good news? Right. It seems as though we had heard reports that uh, we knew that Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi, had driven drunk. He had he had gone through a, a, either a stop sign or a red light and in his Porsche. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not aware, Skins, that Porsches are electric vehicles. Are they EVs? 
I'm not aware that they are, man. Uh, maybe they do have them, but the last of my knowledge, the Porsche has not been downgraded. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, upgraded to the EV. <laughs> yeah. So he ends up uh, crashing into somebody, and initial reports were that he wasn't going to be charged anything. Well, today he was charged two counts, I believe, DUI with injury. They're misdemeanor charges, which is interesting to me. I guess because it didn't you know, result in death, it's still considered a misdemeanor. But they're actually going to charge him. And that got me thinking, they're going to charge him in Northern California? Are they, is this part of this whole geriatric thing? They're trying to push Pelosi out? Because you got to think for a second, Nancy Pelosi, the queen of the Democrat Party, they're actually going to charge her husband for multiple counts? Should be protected, right? Yeah. Or, or, or there's, there, you know, well, Yeah. Look at the extent to which if Hunter Biden was going to be protected for what was on that laptop, what he's done with drugs, going to be protected for the, from the fact that the, the entire government. This protect, is just a DUI. And this is just a DUI. Something's up. I don't know if it's because this is this isn't really about trying to push her out or trying to taint her. Or if it's just that up in the Bay Area in San Francisco, they recalled that far left DA, uh, Chesa Boudin. So maybe it's that look they they can't af- made, they can't afford right now and the climate going on up there going into the midterms that they can't afford to give her husband a pass. But I just find that fascinating, absolutely fascinating um, that they're going to charge him. So that's interesting there. Speaking of DUI, um, nobody's talking about that in the form of Porsche violence, sports car violence. Right? We're not hearing that. I'm seeing that we've got a rally going on or or a a vigil going on for two people who died at the hands of a drunk driver in National City. And they're referring to that as somebody who's dying at that – two people who died unnecessarily at the hands of a DUI person. Again, it's not being referred to as, you know, Chevrolet violence or Ford violence, whatever whatever make and model that person was driving. So all this about gun violence gun is is to try to, you know, attack our Second Amendment rights. L.A. Times tonight is kind of freaking out about this this decision that came out from the Supreme Court today uh, about what it means for the seven states, including California, that have all these strict gun laws here. What does it mean? It will be interesting to see uh, down the road what happens. The L.A. Times mentioned today that uh, there are so many gun laws in California that it took um, somebody, I can't remember who they mentioned, 40 pages in 2021 just to describe them. Just to describe them. That's why we're lucky to have in, in San Diego, uh, San Diego County gun owners, because they, they help educate everybody on on what your rights are that, you know, here in the state of California. Well, we know our rights come from God and we've got the right to carry. Um, but they help you understand what the your what's allowed in the state of California legally. Uh, for guns. Um, there has been a movement um, afoot um, to try to not just, it, it's gone from attacking the cultural Marxist movement, attacking our Judeo-Christian principles and values. Uh, we know that there's a movement to replace God with state, but now the attacks on the Christian community to blame them um, for all kinds of issues is actually amping up. And I don't want to get too into the weeds biblically, but we know that attacks on Christians is a, a part of the end times prophecies, don't we, Skins? And um, I, I, I promised him he was going to have to talk much. Um, we know that that's part of the end times. Um, the per- persecution is going to come in a variety of different ways. We're not going to be able, unless we renounce Jesus, denounce Jesus, and we're not going to be able to buy goods and services and all of that. 
Um, there is, and, and it's not going to happen overnight. This is the kind of thing that happens, you know, o- over time, inch by inch by inch. Uh, here's the latest uh, on this movement. This is an essay written out of the New York Times. Um, I don't see the author here. Um, I'm, I'm getting this through through Fox News. A New York Times guest essay argued that American gun culture has been made all um, all the more fanatical because of its ties to Christianity, and it also claimed that Christianity makes mass shootings more possible. So Christianity now is behind all these mass shootings. Um, we don't know much about the shooter in Uvalde. Um, did he have all kinds of biblical, all kinds of scriptures all over his site? Did you know? Did he did he start shouting that? Um, uh, what's the what's the English translation to Allah U Akbar? God is great. Did he go and screaming Jesus is great? That he was doing this on behalf of Jesus? This is insane. But they but they can't be honest. They had to lie to you to tell you that everybody had an equal chance of getting and dying from COVID when they didn't. Uh, Joe Biden's out there today saying that, you know, continuing to push the lie that Powell put out there and said that wasn't true, that the Ukraine Putin, you know, uh, dust up the war over there. It didn't cause inflation. Biden's out there today saying, you know, um, what if you're if you're not OK with these gas prices being hiked, you must be OK with these poor Ukrainians being bombed. I mean, this is gaslighting going on. And so, of course, they don't want to speak the truth as to the cultural issues. We know it's a cultural issue going on because we don't have any more guns in society now than we ever did. I've talked many times about how I grew up with with not even concealed carry, open carry everywhere. We've got states with open carry happening going on and we don't have all this. This is a, this is a culture, a cultural problem. So what culture are they now blaming this for? Christianity. Author Peter Manso is his name. He's actually a a religious author. Uh, Okay. He wrote, this is in the piece today. He said, many of our fellow citizens don't just own guns. They believe in them in italics. They believe the stories told about guns, power, their necessity, their righteousness. He theorized that what has happened is we are at an intersection of American Christianity and the Second Amendment. Uh, and he actually posed the question, is our gun problem a God problem? He, according to the article, attempted to poke a hole in the narrative offered by many religious Second Amendment supporters that the problem with mass shootings in America is not guns. It's hearts without God. Well, it's not just hearts without God. I mean, we, you know, it's, you know, you, there's many people that are atheists and agnostics in this country that aren't going that are you know um don't pick up a gun and start shooting people it's it's more than just the absence of god in somebody's life it's also the implantation of hate instilled into the minds of americans and in the minds of young americans it's also about um you can be agnostic and not be be, be so hate filled either hate filled against yourself um to to be you know we've we've got an entire nation that's being indoctrinated into hating fellow citizens when barack obama took office and said you know basically he started day 1 trying to trying to foster hate absolute hate between american citizens that's that's more than just the absence of god in somebody's hearts of course if we've got god in our hearts we're supposed to be softened we're supposed to love our fellow man it helps but it's not just that 
There's more going on here. There's more of a cultural problem here. There's a sense of entitlement. When you tell people that you tell entire classes of people that they've been victimized, they've been victimized, they, that they have no hope for any kind of future. They're completely hopeless, right? And that, they, and that they're entitled. They're in t- absolutely entitled to act out in an act of violence. But that's, that's a part of the, the culture that's being pushed out. Literally telling people, um, we had the mayor of Baltimore telling people that the rioters that were burning down businesses and beating up people in the streets needed to have a safe place to do so. That's an, it's not just about, about that. But anyway, he goes on to say, he asked, um, uh, Moreau asked that if, quote, declining, religio- rig- re- declining religio- religiosity bears some of the blame, then why are there so many gun? Here, here's where it gets really interesting, Skins. He says that why are so many gun manufacturers and gun rights supporters Christian? He wrote, Daniel Defense, the Georgia company whose gun enabled the slaughter at Robb Elementary School, presents its corporate identity in explicitly religious terms. It even often advertises with Bible verses. Quote, the weapons have now been found at the scene of mass shootings. Uvalde in Las Vegas. So what he's saying is, He's trying to, he is a Christian gun manufacturer because the guns made by a Christian gun manufacturer are used by obviously non-Christians and mass murderers and insane people and evil people. The Christianity is the cause of these mass shootings. Is that not the most twisted, tortured narrative you can come up with? But there's people that are going to believe this. There's people that are going to, they're going to go, yeah, that totally makes sense to me. These are the same people that believed that locking healthy people into their homes with masks on was going to stop a virus from spreading, right? He goes on to say, um, this is kind of, and by the way, this is kind of a riff on Barack Obama when he was running for office in 2008, talking about these, these stupid Americans that cling to their gods and their guns, right? The connection between Christianity and the Second Amendment is, is the same connection that even agnostic and atheist Americans should make. And that's that our rights come from, if you don't believe in God, you must believe that our rights come from a creator because otherwise you, you think that your rights come from man. Therefore, you're willing to let man take your rights away. And that's one reason why they're trying to pierce this. That are, that, that's why they're going after God here in connection to guns because they, they're trying to get you to believe that your rights come from man, that man has a right to decide every aspect of your life. That's communism. That's Marxism. He goes on to say, for many American Christians, Jesus, guns, and the Constitution are stitched together as durably as a Kevlar vest. We don't think that our, we we don't think that um, the Constitution is. We think our rights come from God, but we don't. But we understand that our founders weren't necessarily. Um, the idea of separation of church and state was was based on the idea that our government would not tell us what God, what religion we had to follow, right? It's it's overall just about the fact that our rights come from a higher being. Our rights do not come from from government. Our rights come from God, come from a higher power. But they're trying to narrow it. They're trying to put it in, in this box so that they can attack our Christianity, so they can say, see, the problem we've got with gun violence in this country is these crazy kook Christians. 
He goes on to argue that Christian intermingling with the Second Amendment takes it to a step beyond the natural rights argument for gun ownership, which holds that self-defense is a law of nature required to protect life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now it's about God taking, quote, an active interest in the availability of assault rifles. Right. He says that that psychology makes it so that, quote, selling weapons is at once a patriotic and a religious act. There's nobody out there that says that selling guns and the the ability to protect yourself is a religious act. That is a complete perversion of Christianity and of the Bible. Proposing limits on what kinds of guns they should be able to buy or how, when, and where they can buy them is akin to proposing limits on who they are and what they should revere. No, we were, as a Christian, I put my my hope and my faith and my belief in uh, Jesus Christ, not in Smith Wesson. But see, they're praying, this is the kind of nonsense and narrative that, and this is why as Christians, we need, we need to be able to, we need to know our Bible. We need to be able to, and, and be willing to forcefully, forcefully put forth our beliefs and what it's really all about and not allow not not this is this is meant to, for christians to get defensive right well i don't want to come across as a kook i don't want to come across as though my religion is 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 about you know gun violence the author then uh, called the quote good guy with a gun trope quote ultimately a religious vision of a world in which good and evil are at war where god and firepower make all the difference a good guy without a gun is not some is not some religious uh, uh, fantasy that gets played out the good guy with a gun is fact based it's fact based it's about the fact that if you've got somebody pointing a gun at you the only way probably to save your life is if you've got a gun pointing back and that has nothing to do with any kind of religious fervor or any kind of religious biblical fantasy. He, he does go on to say um, at the end, um, you know, that, um, you know, he's not trying to blame God and Christianity for it, which is exactly what he did. So there's that. And why did I spend so much time on this tonight? Because this is this is the beginning. This is this and this is only going to continue to expand the attacks on us as Christians. And when we talk about what we what we're going to do and and and, and um, how we can save our country and what we should be doing from an act uh, from an an action standpoint, standing up for our religious beliefs is something we better be doing all day, every day. And the Christians that are burying their heads in the sand and listening to preachers tell them, turn off the news and don't pay attention to what's happening politically in this country, that's great. If they, the, you know, that helps grow their megachurches. That helps grow their, grow their pocketbooks, right? Helps grow their, their, their power base. It's not, helping, it's not helping this country. Our mission as Christians, if we do believe that our rights come from God, not from man, if we do believe that America has probably been the most blessed nation on earth because it was the one that was founded on those principles, because of our Judeo-Christian beliefs and principles, it is our mission as Christians to preserve those rights. If we understand what the prophecy is about, about Christians being persecuted down the road, I think that we have, we have an obligation as Christians to understand the attacks that are coming our way and being prepared to push back against it. So there's that. All right. We're going to take a break. Our last break of the show. 888-344-1170. We'll see you guys on the other side of the break. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. 
The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. In our tonight's Go Broke, Go Woke, Go Broke segment, Netflix is about to lay off some more people. And uh, they dropped a series yesterday in an attempt to try to, uh, you know, uh, win conservatives and and, uh, to try to do some damage repair about being this uh, far left, the far left tech company that they are. I think they've lost 70 percent of their stock value. So they came out with this uh, show yesterday called Snowflake Mountain. I actually like the concept of it. Um, although the reviews of it are that it really fails in what it's supposed to do. It's it, it's supposed to be a reality series, but it's obviously scripted. And snowflakes are obviously referring to, you know, what a snowflake is. These overly emotional, uh, as they as this article puts it, overly emotional, easily offended and dramatic. So you've got these snowflakes whose parents have decided, and these they all live with their parents, right? <clears throat> the parents are sick of them, sick, sick of them being snowflakes. So they're sent off to the wilderness where two military veterans teach them survival skills. Um, and they're supposed to be competing on in like a survivor style competition where they get a $50,000 prize. Um, you know, if they had done if they had done it well, they, this might actually have been a good idea for them. Right. But, you know, um, according to this article, it's just obvious that it's overly scripted. Um, the characters are just ridiculous. There's a 19 year old woman named Devin who quote parties 24 seven and says her only contribution to society is being a vegan. You've got the stereotypical British white guy who says that cleaning is not for me, hun. And then you've got the black guy who plays basketball dropped out of college. So it's just like, you know, yeah. Do they do all their own stunts like Tom Cruise? Well, you know, um, Apparently, and what they do is they have to do some of these challenges. I'm glad you asked um, because they have to do dopey challenges like cutting down a tree. That was actually one of the things they had to do, um, among others. And it actually says there's a particularly shocking, this according to Yahoo Movies, there is a particularly shocking, unflinching scene where Devin the vegan has to butcher a deer carcass. So I don't know. Maybe maybe you might find this worth watching, but ultimately... Um, it says that it's um, it, it's just it's 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 a hashtag fail, and that is clearly a desperate attempt. How do they put it here? It reads as a desperate attempt by the streaming service to court conservative viewers who may not see themselves represented in their current current state of programming. Um, the uh, it, the survival experts are two guys named Matt and Joel. One is a, a, supposedly a former Army combat engineer and a former Navy explosive ordnance disposal tech. Um, and the the article says here that it, it it's as though they're trying to – and here's an attack on the military – as to purport a message that people who commit mass destruction for a living are actually harmless. Um Anyway, um, I don't know. Check it out. You know, let me know what you guys think. If any of you are still actually called Snowflakes, it's called Snowflake Mountain. The article, the review says, all in all, Snowflake Mountain is another instance of Netflix, which likes to applaud itself on having progressive values and embracing diversity, wanting to have it both ways. So, and th- and that's kind of true with Netflix. You know, they're far, far left, but they want to throw some crumbs out there to conservatives to make it seem as though. Um, you know, to, to kind of keep on there, kind of keep conservatives, conservatives there subscribing. All right, that's it. Hey, love you all. We'll see you tomorrow, Friday Fun Day. I wonder if we're going to hear about Roe. All eyes on tomorrow. Peace out. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.